Welcome to the success I built. I'm your host, Taniello, with my co-host, Spencer. And today's guest built his construction company from 300000 to $10 million in two short years, from $20, million, from $20 lawn cuts to $1.8 million pool installs. Welcome, Brandon Heitman. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you so much for having me on here today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. We're excited to have you. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. tell us a little bit about yourself, Brandon. So your company in Michigan is Exigent Design and Build, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's correct. Exigent Design and Build. That is it. And so just so tell us a little about your story, how it started and how you got to where you are now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. So I started the company um right out of high school. I was 18 years old, started it with a push mower. Um, I didn't have it. I didn't have, nobody knew me. Right. So then what I had to do is I had to go out, get myself known. And actually I got a loan from my father. I was very fortunate. He saw me really busting, busting ass. Um, I was, uh, I was working three jobs at the time, like right before I started my business. So he, he saw the drive in me and he wanted to invest in me at one point. I was working at three different pizza places just to get enough hours. I was making $7.25 an hour working at Jets, Serrano's, and a new place called Cloverleaf. And I didn't, I just didn't have enough hours. Nobody wanted to like commit to me because I was 15 years old. I was the youngest guy working there. Nobody wanted to commit to me. I had to work at three different places to get enough jobs. And to be honest, I wasn't, I wasn't the guy I am today. I was a little bit uncertain. Um and whatnot. So anyways, I was working at those pizza places. My dad saw my drive. He, he wanted to give me a loan. He gave me a loan for 30 grand. I had to pay it back. And uh, he, w- he went and bought a truck and trailer for me from my um, from a good buddy, uh, his uncle. And I ended up getting 30 lawns with that deal. Um, like I said, I had to pay him back, but I got the, I got the lawns and I lost all of them because all those 30 lawns were tied to him. And, and what I had to do is that they didn't really like the new guy knew and I wasn't really committed and I ended up losing them all. So I had to, so even though I had that little lift off, I had to start from scratch. And, you know, what I did is I failed for about three, four years. I ended up getting into drugs, ended up getting into, you know, a lot of drugs and I really hit rock bottom. And for me, rock bottom was spending three days in jail. Um, and it really said, dude, I'm done. And I got clean. I was addicted to pills at the time. I got out of it. And, um, you know, basically my lawyer looked at me and he said, hey, man, you know, two things are going to happen if you keep doing drugs. One, you're going to die or two, you're going to end up in jail or three, you're going to get clean. Which one is it going to be? And I decided to get clean, Um, decided to change my life, got completely clean. And um, after I got clean, I founded some mentors. One of my best mentors, Grant Cardone. Uh, you know, I've, I've researched a lot of guys like Damian Johns, uh, Mark Cuban, um, um, Elon Musk. And I really, really got the right information in my life. And what it did is it helped me harness that obsession, right? You know, I see a lot of people, they get obsessed yeah. and, and it's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing, Right. But my obsession was with drugs and I I changed that from drugs to success. And when I changed it over to success, it really, really changed the game for me. And uh, I ended up selling the grass business. It was the scariest thing that I've ever done in my life. And uh, I got out of it. And then I went all in 
on landscape construction. And I've been doing that heavy for the past three years. And then in two years, like you said, we were able to grow from 300 grand uh, to 10 million in the past two years uh, by working, getting mentors, getting coaches, and really going all in. And, uh, you know, now I'm showing others how to do it. Mm-hmm. And which is really a, is an amazing feature, is an amazing statistic to jump from 300,000 to not just 10x, but I mean, you from to do 10 million, that's, that's not easy. That's not easy in the entrepreneurship world. It's, that's a lot of hard work. So when you sold, at what age did you sell the lawn business? And then uh, how old are you now? Great question. So I'm 28. So uh, about two and a half years ago today is when I sold the grass business. And that's when I was doing 300K. When I was doing 300K, I was juggling the two. I wasn't good at this and I wasn't good at that. And then that year when I got out of grass and I commit and went all in on landscaping, uh, landscape construction, that is, I went from 300 to 3 mil in one, in, in one year. So from grass so from to grass landscape grass. construction is where you went from 300K to 300 mil. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Awesome. And that's interesting you say the your obsession just changed from when you're saying it was drugs before and now it's just work. It's just really interesting dynamic to see it that way, that you're just obsessed with your work. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. And I think that's the biggest thing that really helped me. You know, I was in the grass because it was easy. I was in the grass because it was comfort. I was seeking comfort. You do the same route, you do the same thing every single week. And I was seeking that. It was easy. You know, I charged $30 a long cut, $20 long cut, easy, easy, easy. But then when I made that uncomfortable decision to get outside my comfort zone and say, hey, I'm going to get rid of this. And I'm going to go try something new that I've never tried before. I didn't know how to do brick. I didn't know how to do pavers. I had a guy named Jose that was willing to do the work and I was just going for it. But that was the biggest thing that really, I, I remember that month when I sold my business, it was the most uncomfortable thing that I've ever went through back in the day. And then when the season hit, when spring hit, I had no other choice. I had no, no, no ties. I had no other option to put money in the bank than to just go out and create. So that, that, that was the best decision I made. But, you know, I mean, the biggest thing that has helped me succeed is there is no balance. You know, I'm, I, I love what I do and I love who I'm around. I love the impact I'm having on people and I love the challenge. And that's why, you know, I, I don't have to feel like I need time off and I'm, you know, working every single day, but it feels like I'm, I'm not, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like they say, you never work a day in your life. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. exactly. And that's the key and, and not never to let fear or a limiting belief stop you to what you want to be. You know, you can do anything your mind to my whole life. When I was 10, 12 years old, I wanted to be a builder. And, and I was settling because I said, hey, I can never do that. I can never do that. And then that's why I started doing grass. And then after that, I said, hey, let's roll. And, and things really popped off. When you're scaling when that scaling fast that. from 300,000. So when you had 300,000, how many employees were you at that time? At 300,000, I only had about uh, four or five employees. And now how many employees do you have now? 35. And our goal for this year is to have 50. So then what's the biggest 
hurdles when scaling that fast? What's the biggest hurdles and how do you just keep breaking through them and then face new hurdles and then just keep breaking through those? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is to have a clear mindset and a clear vision of what you want, because there's always going to be hurdles. There's always going to be things that you, there's always going to be pressure. There's always going to be setbacks, but creating a clear vision in your mind and and, and creating a clear goal that you want to achieve. And then more importantly, the reason why, you know, I, I think, you know, the biggest thing to get to 3 million for me was promotion and sales. Nobody knew me. I had to get known. And then you know, in order to sell my product, I had, I had to learn sales. And that put me at a great point in contracting because people don't understand this. Like a lot of people that I'm going up against, they've been in business 20, 25 years. They don't know how to get themselves known. They don't know how to promote their product. Their only promotion is word of mouth, which is a great form, but there's other ways. They don't know how to sell. They don't know how to treat the client and they don't know how to do good customer service. So that was a great way to help me, you know, grow and scale. And I would say from 3 million, uh, or I'm sorry, 300K to 3 million, the biggest thing was sales and promotion. 3 million to 10 million, the biggest thing was that pivot into leadership. At that point, it was no longer about me. And I was running into a wall in the beginning of the year. My, the last year around this time, I started off the year with the biggest setback that I've ever came in my life. And what I've noticed, the biggest setbacks in my life has fueled the biggest success. You know, I'm sure you guys can realize, right? Like you remember, you look at stock charts, you see them, they go up, they go down, they go up, they go down. And and I don't know if you guys, have you guys ever traded before? No, nope. Okay. If you ever look into trading and you'll see that, hey, they, they, they want to tell you to buy when it goes down, right? Yeah. And every time for me, when it went way down, it went way up. And last year, this time, eight out of 12 of my employees left. And my project manager, my right-hand man went and started the competing business against me with all my employees. Oh, man. Yeah, I had about two and a half million dollars worth of work. And eight of my 12 employees dipped. I was left with the four worst employees. And I wouldn't say worse because they're still with me today. I would say the four least experienced employees. Mm. And it lit a fire under my butt. And I remember being the most down I was. I thought it was over. Like, I remember looking, me and my girlfriend, you know, we we're, were saying, is this it? And, and we muscled through it. And, you know, it was, it was about one to two weeks of agony and pain. And it should have been a lot faster. I should have got over a lot quicker, but we got over it and we had so much feel and fire that I went out and I closed so many deals. And I said, every, every deal that I just had that burning desire, I cannot wait to show everyone that's wrong. Now we got some people coming back a year later. Oh, nice. Nice. So it's the setback for the major comeback. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, that puts in big perspective for other business owners that when they lose one to two employees, they think it's the end of the world, but you lost. Right. Yeah. You lost your whole team. And <laughs> yeah, now they're completely eight, eight of my 12 team members, 75% of my company dipped on one single day. Yep. Man, yep. Crazy. Absolutely. But it's all part of the play, you know, like, I mean, you're going to have setbacks, but there's fuel there. There's energy there. It's negative energy, but it can be converted to positive energy. You know, it, 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 there, the, the disease, the addiction that could have been, that was converted into positive energy. Hey, I want to help people now. 
I still get that obsession, but I want to help people. Exactly. Yeah. And for those of you that don't follow Brandon Heitman on any social media platform, his promotion is insane. You're posting. How often are you posting on, on your, all your channels? It's, it's, it's impressive. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Right now I'm trying to do four posts on TikTok, uh, two Twitters a day. I'm trying to do, uh, 10 to 15 uh, stories on Instagram and Facebook, and then uh, three to five wall posts a day. I'm sorry, three to five wall posts a week. And then, um, and then I also got my, my company brand that I like to promote for. They can't flow you if they don't know you. 100%. And the biggest thing is consistency because social media is like the Grand Canyon. It's like throwing a rock down there. I learned this from my mentor, Grant. It's like throwing a rock in the Grand Canyon. Nobody's going to know. You want to be pelting it every single day. And eventually it's, it's going to make some noise. Exactly. exactly. Yep. So with that much promotion, you must be getting an insane amount of hate at the same time. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. But that's also energy. That's also energy that can be converted. When I have a setback, I look at two things. I look at all the clients that I've helped and all the employees I helped. And I look at all the people that hate me because there's fuel there too. And you're going to have haters. It's an indicator you're on the, you're in the right path. But, you know, I look at the people that I'm learning from people like Grant, people from like Donald Trump, people like Elon Musk, like, look at all the hate those guys are getting, you know what I mean? And, and that's what keeps me driving. That's what keeps me motivating. I mean, Freaking Trump had his Twitter and his Instagram taken off. I mean, I'm I'm not doing something right. Like I'm not getting enough attention. So you know that's that. I'm always just looking up. You know, and uh, politics aside, I just look at people doing better than me. You know, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. And then so for mentors, because now you have your own. So you've always had mentors, and now you have your own mentorship group that you have. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. So I got my own mentorship group and I, and that's how we got connected. You know, what I learned from, from uh, my mentor, Zig Ziglar, his famous quote, if you want to get what you want in life, help others get what they want in life. And, and that's what I've been big about. I was running into some issues and I was failing this year in business because I was chasing the money. And I was like, hey, I want to make this one. So I want to make this much, but there was nothing attached to it. You know, if you're going to go after the money, you're going to fail if you're doing it just for the money alone, because it's going to be tough. It's going to be brutal. It's like going to war. If you're doing it just for the money, it's not enough to keep you going. But you want to figure out the why behind the money. And the why that I wanted to make a lot of money is I wanted to help a lot of people. So this year, what's really changed the game and helped me grow is focusing on that why and really helping other people. And, and what changed for me is that's where true satisfaction was found. You know, true satisfaction isn't found in money. You need it. It's a tool. It's a, it's a way of keeping score, but true satisfaction is found in helping others and helping others achieve success. And it's an incredible feeling. And I've been liking it. I've been having it in my business with clients and employees, and I want to do something bigger. I want to help more people. So I created Exigent Academy. I'm sorry, Heitman Academy. I renamed it. And it's a group that I I created that I'm helping contractors across the nation grow their business, change their mindset. We work on sales, promotion, and leadership, and I want to help people grow their construction business. Awesome. Heitman Academy. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. It's well worth it. Well worth it, everyone. Let's go. Let's go. I appreciate that, brother. Appreciate it. It's, it excites me. We'll have to get you down here in Michigan sometime and check out the operation. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, and in one of your, because you have a podcast, and in the podcast, you ended up saying after you went to, I think it was a Grant Cardone event, you completely yeah. flipped and went from that 300000 in sales, and then that next month you did... I believe it was 300,000 in sales that month when your whole entire year previously was 300,000. 100%. What was the best, what helped you close so many deals? Like, was there like trainings or was there just a mindset belief? What, what helped you truly transform all that in one, just like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it would, I would say both. You know, the training, I didn't know you can become good at sales by practicing. I didn't have the confidence to be able to sell. I didn't have the confidence to be able to call people over and over again. And it really changed the way I was thinking. And what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, what you learn from your teachers, your professors, your family members isn't the right information. You know, there's other information out there, unless you're learning from an entrepreneur, but chances are you aren't. You know, I had, I had a very successful father, family doctor, uh, credible guy, but he isn't an entrepreneur. Like he can't help me with sales and growing my business. He always tried to give me advice and I was respective of that, but you got to learn from the best way to learn is to learn from somebody else that's already done it. And when I went to that seminar, it opened up my eyes and it really gave me the confidence and tools to be able to practice sales, to be able to practice promotion. And, and I really made that all in commitment. The month I got back, I did more in sales than I did for the entire year, the year before. Wow. And, and that's tough to, to totally break someone that you've looked at as a role model or someone that's taught you your whole life, like your parents is, we're all brought up. And then listening to someone you've never met and then totally throw everything you and your parents have taught you out the window. You out the window. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. It, the hardest part, though, is just to start. Once you start and you see it working, it becomes easy. You just got to worry about building the momentum. But once once it works, like right after that, that's that's all you need is one month where you do more than the entire year, and then you got a lot of momentum. You'll you'll keep doing it. Definitely. Snowballs. I'm sorry. What's that? I was saying it's like the snowball effect when you know it's rolling down the hill and gets bigger and bigger and faster and kind of the same thing a thousand percent a thousand percent and that snowball becomes so big that sometimes it can't be stopped oh yeah yep thousand percent yeah yep so if you were to start again back when you first started getting into lawn care with the knowledge you know now what's what would you say is the biggest takeaway Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest takeaway is the best investment you can always make is in yourself. You know, I always believe in in mentorship and I believe it in education, but I, I, I I was always taught to stay away from it. Like I could have found my mentors and, and coaches when I was 15 instead of flipping pizzas, but I was, I, you know, my, like I was, I was not the guy that could read a book. Right. But all I had to know is I could change the channel, listen to a podcast. I could change the channel and listen to an audibles. Like I got 
I learned so much. I, I actually went to college too. I forgot to mention that. I went to college uh, for two years. I failed math three times and I realized it wasn't for me. I was running lawn care business on the side too, but I just, I, I always had ADD, you know, ADD, HD. Do you guys have ADD at all? Yeah. 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 You do? Okay. All right. ADD. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is also energy. Like that could be converted. Like ADD, like that's how you can have eight job sites going on, 15 job sites all going on at once. Like that's what ADD is. You got a bunch of things going on at once. So, you know, for me, you know, going to college is when I really learned that, hey, this really wasn't for me. And I dropped out, went into the business, failed, 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 failed. But every time I failed, I I learned more and more. And really, I learned more in one year on audibles than I did for going to college and going to school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And from, a lot of from times books like, giving, from yeah. books like Grant Cardone and um, just Zig Ziglar and stuff. And just the experience. Yeah. Just going through yeah. it and learning by, you know, trial and error. <clears throat> right. A hundred percent. It changes your way, the way you're thinking. And if I could start again, I would have changed my mindset a long time ago. You know, law of attraction. You know, just like gravity, just like, you know, if I drop the spoon on the ground, that is law of gravity. There's a thing called law of attraction where the thoughts that you carry in your mind is a representation of what happens in your life. So when I started thinking differently, I started attracting new deals into my life and it and it really changed the game for me. It really changed everything. Definitely. And that's that's interesting because for some reason, coaches get such a bad rep business coaches get such a bad rep that oftentimes when people pay for a business coach, everyone outside says, Oh, it's a scam or, Oh, are you sure it's worth it? But they have no, they have nothing to say if people pay for like a tennis coach for their kid or like a math tutor or any other type of, or a dance lessons, teacher, piano lessons, any, any type of coach. But for some reason, it's always business coaches that get, they always try to cast stones at business coaches, the coach. Thousand percent. I, I yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and it sounds crazy to know. And I, I, I don't understand exactly why, but what I do understand is, is, is it's not like tangible. You know what I mean? It's, it's mentorship is like a transfer of energy. You know, with us, when we're working together or people in my coaching programs, it's just an energy transfer. When you listen to a podcast, you're just getting energy transferred through the podcast and, and, and you're implementing that in your life, in your business and changing your thinking. But it is powerful. It does work. And it is the best thing that that I think you can do. And especially kids growing up, they got access to YouTube, Twi- Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, um, you know, the Internet. And all this is free. You know, you can learn more on YouTube. I learned how to build my first swimming pool on YouTube. You know, oh, wow. you, so much. <laughs> nice. you know, I mean, I, I really think college is the Fugazi. I think college is, if anything, that is a fake thing. You know, I just don't believe in it. I know so many successful people that have, have, have created so much bigger things. And, uh, then actually people that went to college. I see. <laughs> oh, that's All so the information's out there. We just got to go get it. Just got to go get it. And a lot of times, some of it, you don't even have to pay for. But I, I do like going to events and getting myself around bigger thinkers. It pushes me to think bigger. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
So um, I think uh, one thing too to go along with that is um, investing in yourself. Um, <clears throat> at what point did you start investing in yourself? Um, like, was it early on or later on? Or because uh, one thing that we always come across is, uh, or that I hear is, you know, when people are barely starting and they start paying like these big bucks to, you know, for business coaches. Why are you paying so much and you're not even a business yet? Or, you know, you should be paying for that when you're established or blah, 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 you know, all that other stuff. But like maybe in investing in yourself, how did that look like? And when did you start to invest in yourself? And can you kind of touch on that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I like, like if I were to track the, the graph, of the amount of money I spent and the amount of revenue I did, it would correlate. You know, I was doing 300K. I was losing money. I wasn't doing anything. I went to an event. I went to Grant's event and things popped off, you know, and then I eventually got into other mentors like Brandon Dawson, Elon Musk, but I just like that snowball effect, right? You invest a little money in yourself. You get the right information. You get the right mindset. You implement that in your business. You start growing. You start snowballing and it starts snowballing. And then you keep doing it. When something good happens in your life and it's exponential and it's life changing like that, you don't forget it. And you keep dumping fuel on the fire. Yeah. yeah. And you just create a bonfire that's so hot that can't be stopped. Now, now, now there's times where it does get stopped and you got to restart it. And it's just like the stock charts, you go up and down, up and down. But I always believe in mentorship. I always believe in getting yourself around big thinkers. And, uh, you know, you are who you hang with. Exactly. You know, exactly. they once said, if you want to be the six million, uh, if you want to be the sixth millionaire, get around five millionaires. If you want to be the sixth loser, get around the fifth loser. <laughs> <laughs> you are who you hang with. No, yeah. definitely love that. Love that. And it's, yeah. and these, and mentorships, they're, they're not, they're not cheap by any means, but what I like to try and break the belief for other people is that it's expensive, but the return on investment is like you said, it's, it correlated when you were making 300,000, you probably weren't spending near as much or hardly anything on mentors. But now that you're a $10 million company, you're spending, I don't know what the number you're spending is, but Grants events are, most of them are range anywhere from a thousand to up to $25,000 a ticket. And so the the coaching, it really does. It just breaks a belief of what we're taught that, oh, a thousand dollars is a lot of money. Well, if you're, it depends on the way you look at it, but if you're making $10 million a year, then a thousand dollars isn't as much for, to coaching. For sure. For sure. Yep. The, you know, I mean, I like when I grew, I did spend a lot of money going to events. I probably spent $500,000 in the past two years between Grant, Brandon and other events. Now, 500000 last two years. Yes. Yes. And, and not only just me, I brought my fiance with me. I brought team members with me. You know, I'm big on spending money myself. I wrote it all off uh, just about. And, um, you know, now where I'm at, I've also done some work with Brandon, uh, Brandon Dawson, Grant's business partner. Now where I'm at now is I, I know what I need to do. And what I need is a refresher. So I'm constantly consuming information, constantly consuming data, uh, constantly just listening to audibles, creating podcasts, you know, getting around people like you guys inspire me. You know, the questions you guys ask me trigger 
different thoughts that go into my mind that inspires and motivates me. Like after this podcast, I'm going to go listen and read some more and tune myself up because, you know, going just, just hearing from you guys and the questions, but uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is to always stay learning, always get yourself around people doing better and always elevate your think. And if you find yourself in a situation where you're having a hard time elevating your thinking, you want to get yourself around people that will help you elevate your think. Because there's always somebody out there thinking bigger. And the bigger you think, the bigger things happen in your business. Yeah, for sure. We pay for these mentorships and we have this coaching. But at the end of the day, all this knowledge and information they're giving you, you know, you have to apply it. You have to take action. Uh, Like Grant says, take massive action. So it's just not like you go to this coaching thing and then boom, you're uh, going to be a millionaire. You, you, you still got to go through the process and, and uh, go through all that and take action with that as well. <clears throat> thousand percent, thousand percent. That is a, that is hundred percent true. You, you know, you got to put in the action, you know, the mindset isn't going to get you there alone. It, I, I, I like to look at it as 90% mental, 10% physical. You yeah. still want to take massive action. You still got to pump. You still got to grind. Whatever you think you need to do, you need to take 10 times the amount of action of what you need to do to achieve it. And you want to work really, really, really hard. And that with the mindset becomes unstoppable. Yeah, that's so true because the same information is, I mean, a lot of this information is just out there for everyone. So there's, I mean, thousands or millions of people that come across YouTube videos and podcasts and stuff like that. It's so weird. There's just the very few people that actually build something impressive. And then everyone questions like, well, how, what, what information is it is? Well, the information is out there, but then, yeah, it's also paired off with being obsessed with the work and actually putting it into play. Doing it and being a thousand percent, (laughs) thousand percent. And like you said, obsessed. You don't want to be one foot in, one foot out. You need to be a hundred percent all in, do or die, back up against the wall, no other option. Uh, willing to fail, gotta be willing to fail. And the more you fail, the more you're gonna learn. You know, I'm I'm failing to this day. You know, there's days where I feel like I'm failing, but I, I got it in me. I stay focused. I write down my goals every day and that keeps me on the same path, that keeps me on the same vision. And don't do it for the money, do it for the why. You know, if you're doing it to help out a lot of people, it becomes a lot easier. And, you know, I'm not saying do it for free, but once you start helping a lot of people achieve success, you're going to achieve a lot of success and you're going to have a great team and you're going to have great supporters and you are who you hang with. Exactly. How'd you build your team so quickly? I mean, to build up to 35 employees in, in two years, that's, that's rapid growth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, willing to be able to fail, you know, I've probably went through, um, thousand employees in the past five years. Um, most of them in the past two or three years. Uh, but you know, you gotta be quick to hire and you gotta be quick to fire. You know, you can't keep weeds in your organization. Otherwise everybody's going to want to become a weed. But the biggest thing that has helped me get, get, get great people on my team is developing myself to the best leader possible. And, you know, one thing I liked, I was actually doing a podcast like this just with uh, one of my mentors, Brandon Dawson, when eight of my 12 employees left. And uh, what he told me is uh, we did a podcast and I said, hey, what would you do if eight to 12 of your employees left? And he said, law of the mirror. 
You know, you always, your people are always a reflection of you. You got to accept full responsibility. And when eight of those 12 employees, I left, I had to assume full responsibility. I wasn't yeah, being a good yeah. leader and I scared them away and they dipped and uh, that's my fault. So that year, um, last year, I committed fully into developing myself into the best leader possible. I got laser focused, truly committed. And I say, I am not going to make that mistake again. And it really changed the game for me. And, you know, six months later, I realized some of them just weren't the right people for my new organization. You know, you don't want to, you can't grow a business, a great business, having average people in your business. So you need great people on your team that are aligned with the company wanting to grow and they need to be motivated and engaged. You know, you can, you can lead them to the well, but you can't make them drink. So you need to have a people, right. And you need to have people with the right mindset and the right, right motivation and people that actually want to crush it. If you want to crush it. So I, I would say that's the biggest thing that's helped me. Nice. nice. Wait, so how do you, for leadership skills, how do, like what specifically did you have to, did you realize like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing that. Yeah. Good question. The biggest thing that has helped me with that is, is understanding, um, you know, true leadership is making other success easy. You know, you need to find a way to help your team achieve success. They're not going to do it for you. Nobody inside your company is going to work their, and bust their butt to make you rich, you know, but you want to find a way to align their own personal goals, professionally, financially, with the company and help that elevate the company. Like I got a guy named Jose on my team. Like I can't help myself get to the next level unless I can help Jose get to his level because he's working under me and, and, and kind of like a pyramid. You know, a lot of people have a negative connotation about pyramid and, you know, they say pyramid schemes and stuff like that, but no, like true businesses are built like a pyramid. You look at eBay, like the guy on the top's making the most money. The executive leaderships make a little less, but if, if, if the guys on the top are making all the money, it don't work. So people actually need to make good money underneath. So branching that gap, having leaders on the team, making great money, having people that are, are committed. And, um, you know, being quick to hire and fire, you're going to go through a lot of people, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are committed when they come on board and they're going to go off and do their own thing. Biggest thing I ran into this year is I had a bunch of people leave, but they went off and did their own thing. They're super successful. They're going to crush it, but they're just decided to do it without me. And that's my fault because I'm on my next break point, which I learned from my mentor, Brandon Dawson, uh, systems and processes. You know, when you're tripling in size two years in a row, there's going to be a little bit of chaos. And that's what happened. And not everybody can handle the heat. And that's fine because it ain't their business. There's times in my own business, I got to re-excite myself, re-motivate myself, re-rejuvenate the business. And yeah, change yeah. it. Of course, there's going to be people that want to leave. And your team, mm-hmm. this team is very young for, because it, well, in, on your office side, on your office side, your, your team is, I always see photos, but everyone's just super young because you're 28. And then, I mean, Amanda and then Avery, everyone running your guys' company. It's, it's really impressive how young you guys are, but yeah, just taking charge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think about it. 
Uh, I do think about it, but I don't think about it till people bring it up. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool what we got going on, you know, a young group, young organization, you know, just kind of getting out there, getting ourselves known and we're all in the same mindset and we're all kind of, a, you know, we all are aligned and going after our goals together inside the company's goals. And I feel that helps you more because you are younger, because I know a lot of times people that come from companies or businesses that have 30 plus years of experience, they're, they've been doing it the same way for the past 20, 30 years. But sure. as a young company, you're going to do everything different than everyone else because yeah, you don't have the experience of building pools for 20 years or whatnot, or building a company. So you're able to do it your own way. And there's no one that can match that because if you're just innovating and creating your own path, there's, there's no competition for it. For sure. For sure. hundred percent, hundred percent. I think it's pretty cool. You know, we do take a lot of heat for being young and, uh, but one thing that I like to look, excuse me, refer ourselves as is, you know, I believe mindset, true commitment, a strong vision and a, and clear goals will always beat experience, you know, experience, they get comfortable, they get old, they get stuck in their ways. They're not willing to grow. And these are the things we're able to pick up, pick up on, you know, I'm I'm around multiple pool builders in my area and landscapers that have been doing this 20, 30 years, but they don't understand the concepts of promotion, best known beats the best product. We're we're trying to do both, but best known beats the best product. Number two, uh, they don't understand sales. And three, they don't understand leadership. They don't know how to treat their people. They don't know how to scale their business. They don't understand and going out and getting the right information and getting themselves around the, the right mentors. And, and I would add a number, a number four, that they're scared to fail. They're scared. They're stuck in their ways. They don't want to grow. And uh, it's been a great opportunity for us in the past two years uh, capitalizing on that, especially with, you know, COVID and everybody wanting a backyard. And, you know, I'm sure you see it too. Everybody wants to to uh, work inside their outside their home <laughs> and slowing down your materials. And now it's <laughs> no materials for months is yeah. It throws a wrench in business, but you just got to be able to adapt and, and just roll with it. Yeah. Commit and figure it out. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And, you know, cause here's the thing is it's hitting everybody. It's hitting every contractor in the state. It's not like there's a company out there that's getting everything done. Everybody's rolling into it. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing you can do is have a positive mindset because you can't control that. Definitely. <laughs> yep. So from where you started and to where you are now, I'm sure you still have a lot of, <clears throat> cause people would think, Oh, this guy's got an established business. He must have it easy and just no problems. Um, can you kind of touch on like going through it from, you know, on a smaller scale to a bigger scale of like, you know, overcoming, still facing obstacles? Thousand percent, thousand percent. I think it's safe to say when you 10X your business, you 10X your problems. But the full the full value and the full success is, is, is when you figure out how to handle the pressure and how to handle the problems because you're going to have them. And the reality is, and every time I look at a situation, uh, it's not like, hey, I, I got two little problems. It's, it's, it's I need more problems because, you know, everybody's dealing with it. And I look at people like my mentors, Donald Trump, Elon Musk, Grant Cardone, Brandon Dawson, Damian Johns, like these guys, they have a lot more problems than me. 
And the problems are never going to go away. But that's why it's so important to have a strong why, a strong destination, and a true purpose that outweighs that. And, and your ability to handle pressure, your ability to handle problem is, is, is what will shape you into a superstar. Definitely. And that's, that's been one of the biggest things, yeah, that we learned early in our entrepreneurship career was that, man, is there a point where there's no more problems? massive influencers on us and we claim them as mentors, but they, they said, um, loosely it's the role of a thousand. How many times can you handle that, a prop, that problem? If you can handle it a thousand times. So say a customer's mad at you that you poured their concrete and it's the design's not what they thought it was. Okay. Would you close up your business then? Or would you be able to handle that a thousand more times? Like, well, yeah, I could probably handle that a thousand more times. Like, well, then you can handle it this time. And then, so you just solve the problem, the best of your abilities, and then just move on. Cause yeah, like you said, it's when your business 10 X is, so do your problems, but then so does the profit. Constant problems, constant yeah. problem solving. Thousand percent. And that's what it's about. And then when you grow and scale, you need to train your team on how to handle the problems. Cause you, I mean, yeah. there's only a certain limit. And if you're on the defense all day, you can't be on the offense um, and, and they will never go away. And, um, you know, but eventually you're going to develop a team to be able to handle the pressure for you. Um, but, you know, pressure, stress, it's an opportunity and it's easy to get twisted. You know, there, it's easy to have bad days. It's easy to have have days where you don't get on focus because when you start pushing hard and you start making waves and you start becoming known, people are going to want to tear you down and they're going to come at you 10x. With, with, with the hate and the anger that they normally have because they're, they're, they're trying to justify and, and they ain't doing what you're doing. Uh, but that's why it's so important. Sometimes in the middle of the day, I like to sit down and write down my goals and that keeps me focused. That keeps me aligned. That keeps me on the right path and vision and helps me forget about this and focus on, hey, this is where I'm going. I'm not going to worry about the little hiccups. It's part of the play. Definitely. It's just the process. Uh, trust the process, right? <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing is you don't need to realize how to get there. You don't need to realize how to get there. You don't need to have all the, all the, all the details figured out. You just need to know where you're going. Definitely. Yeah. I think that was a big thing for us too, is um, I was always searching for all these answers and systems and like, how do I, I, I call it the, the eating shit process. So you can't, there's no way around it. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, they're always trying to look for like the easiest route or easiest way, but I think you just got to go through it. Um, obviously you can have mentors and coaches on the way to help, you know, maybe lighten the burdens, but at the same time, you just got to go through it. That's that uncomfortness, that willing to fail, just going through that process. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. And to realize too, hey, you can't do it yourself. You know, get yourself around people that bring you up. Get yourself in a mentorship community where you can call somebody up and they can help you out. Get people trained on your team that are positive to help you bring you up. The friends you hang yourself around, call on them and and, and have yourself surrounded by people that are going to bring you up and help you think differently. And uh, that that is crucial because you can't do anything big alone. You just can't. Team teamwork makes the dream work. Thousand percent. Yeah, because when you're surrounded by people that everyone is 
miles above you. I mean, it's, there's a, there's a metaphor of a runner. If you're surrounded, if you're the fastest runner and you're, you're doing track training and there's five other guys and every time you run, you're always the fastest. That doesn't push you as much as if you're surrounded with five other runners and every time you guys test your hundred meter, you're last. That pushes you a lot more. That pushes you like, okay, how can I beat this next guy in front of me? How can I beat this next guy? This next guy. I mean, it's just when you surround yourself with people that are miles above you, you see what's possible at the same time. You can use them as not just mentors, but also as um, yeah, friends like, hey, so how do I get past this and how did you do it? And then it's especially useful when there's people in your own field. I mean, you're in construction, we're in construction. So it's it's not just business overall, but there's a lot of like bidding you've taught us how to do and selling and role play and just tons of stuff that it's you, getting around the right crowd. It really it really elevates you and it really just changes the game. Thousand thousand percent get yourself around people that bring you up Definitely. absolutely love that love, love that, that love that and then yes. so just for as a wrapping up question what's next yeah, for yeah, yeah. what's next for ex, exigent design build or brandon heitman yeah yeah that's a good question you know my big vision is to help out as many people as possible i want to help out as many people as possible across the nation and and uh eventually partner up and 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 be able to service a lot of people throughout the entire nation whether it's just feeding them leads or being you know partners and being able to build killer backyards across the entire nation and and have a massive impact on contractors across the nation um exigent design build going to continue to build that model so i can get myself better and i can help more people and not only can i help people get to 10 million but i want to be able to get show people how to get to 100 million one day one day and impact the lives of all my clients and all my employees lives in the process Nice. nice. I see you're doing that because you're based out of Michigan currently, but I think you're you're uh, branching out into Florida. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. My goal is to be in Florida in the next year. Awesome. That's cool. All right. That's <laughs> right on. We got some. Uh, that's just lights of fire under us now. Yeah, we're we got a 10x what we're doing now. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. You guys, it's already done. It's already done. You just got to go do it. Definitely. We're already millionaires. It's. We just have to go collect the check now. There you go. Somebody's got a check for you for a million. You just got to go find it. Exactly. Well, love exactly. that. Thank you for being a guest on our podcast, Brandon. And then. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for, it was a pleasure to have you. And uh, thank you for sharing all that you shared. Uh, appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. That's your student anyway. So we'll, we'll talk. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. Thanks, all right, Brandon. guys. Thanks so much. Enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you guys. And uh, if anybody wants some more information, check out my podcast. Yeah. And we'll drop all the link below for all your social media platforms. All right. I appreciate you guys having me on here. I had a great time. Thank you. Later. Bye. Later. See you guys.